Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back into the afternoons with Steph here in association with Gull. They'll fuel your mission all year round. Well, the folk at Gull, they'll fuel you right on mowers, your combine harvesters, all of the equipment you want. And there's a lot of equipment here at the PGG Rights and Turf Turf Days. Uh, joining me now, a man that was integral in putting it all together. He is the turf manager from PGG Rights and Turf, Mark Short. Welcome in. Thanks, Mark. Good to be here. How often do people ask you if you're the former All Black? Uh, quite often. I actually got called by uh, oh, a, a radio station years ago when the Rugby World Cup was on and New Zealand wanting an interview with me. So I had to politely decline, but um, some people have told me I should have taken it. That's like, I met a guy by the name of Michael Jones. Uh, he does a lot of great work in the rugby community up in Auckland and he said he's just sick of it. So, like Michael Jones, Sir Michael Jones, the rugby player, is known as the Iceman. And his mates call him the ice cream. Right. So, <laughs> so uh, you can't be cowboy sure, but you are Mark Shaw. What a, what a cool venue this is that you've put on here. Um, I'll just move that up there. Um, God, the equipment. It's, it's, it's a visual symphony of agricultural equipment and the, the knowledge out there on turf. I just wandered around for an hour and a half and I learned heaps real quick myself. You got the best of the best here. Yeah, yeah we're very lucky. Um, I think there's 25 trade companies uh, here representing their wares to the New Zealand turf industry. Um, when you say agricultural equipment, I think it's more turf-specific turf equipment. Specific, yep. You know, all your tractors out there don't have cleated tyres. They've got turf tyres, so the, the footprint they leave on the ground is very minimal. Um, and, and it is turf-specific equipment. So, you know, the site they're on is part of our um, breeding and evaluation areas that we utilise for bringing new grasses to market. Uh, you know, we've uh, provided a grass surface that's um, represents every height of cut in, in turf management from 50 mil um, mowing rough on a golf course down to 25 mil fairway tee height uh, down to 4 millimetre golf green height. Um, problem we've had is you know a, a fair amount of rain overnight and rain today probably somewhere in the vicinity of 35 40 mil mm-hmm. and um, we've had to postpone the, the machinery demonstrations until tomorrow when the weather's going to be better. That'll be fun. It'll be like mm. a circus. It'll be great. It sure will be. Um, there'll be stuff moving everywhere. And this is the first time the event's been run mm. in, in New Zealand, in Oceania. Um, it's really just to give the trade the opportunity to demonstrate the equipment that they, they supply into the turf industry. Um, you know, we've got a machine here. I don't know whether you, you think you've got a photo there on your on your bench of the cis grass, the, the artificial fibres that get stitched into yeah, into living grass to create a stable root zone so you you don't get divoting on sports fields anymore. You know, you look at, you remember back to the old athletic park days where there were puddles on the field and players falling over left, right and centre. You don't see that anymore. Um, and this, they call it hybrid turf. Hybrid turf systems are a key part of that. So to see that machine running out there is pretty unique. Mm, yeah, I remember back, I, was it the Sydney Football Stadium? And whenever they put down a scrum, they'd, they'd just make massive gouges in the ground and have to reset scrums away from these mm. it was like potholes mm. and, and so that's a thing of the past at the major stadiums now yeah definitely um, I think the 
ground you're referring to is probably Amy Park in, oh, in yeah. Melbourne. Yes. And it was a Australia England um, Test match. Uh, you know, so that really put a spotlight on, especially in rugby, where you've got you know two scrums coming together, potentially two and a half ton of pressure, you know, of impact. Might have those numbers wrong, but it's somewhere around that. There's a you know a risk of injury, so you know there's a lot of focus on these hybrid turfs, but it, it allows for increased levels of play. So when you've got training grounds that you need to utilise, you know four or five, six times a week, the hybrid turf can handle that wear a lot better than, than real grass. Mm. Well, well, just it's solely real grass. We've got uh, Cameron Mexted coming in after you, actually, and, and I met him cool. out there a couple of hours ago, and he took me around a few of the a few of the tents, a few of the displays, and I met the really long guys, these guys here, and um, everyone knows each other. And when I said, oh, so I understand, Cameron, that you're the guys involved in... Um, resurfacing Eden Park and he said oh there was us there was this there was that there was that there's so many components to growing bloody grass yeah it's so specialized now yeah it's an interesting industry probably not unlike others but everyone's connected yeah and to put this event together you know it required a I suppose a bit of a vision to bring all aspects of the turf industry together in, in one location so golf and racing and sports turf and councils and landscape and so on, um, and then you have to put it together an education component for a lot of these uh, turf managers to get approval from, you know, committees and, and employers to come along. So there's a value for the investment. Um, so reaching out to the likes of Andy Wood and Brad Sim at Cary Cliffs Cape Kidnappers, you know, and Troy Jordan at Marvel Stadium, David Mason from Brisbane Golf Club, Dr. Richard Gibbs from the Christchurch Council, to to come along here and 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 um, you know, share information on their experiences and projects they've been involved with. Every, it was a unanimous yes from everyone when we asked. Mm. You know, they're giving up their time to be here. Uh, and then when we reached out to the trade, it was exactly the same response. You know, every major trade company in the New Zealand turf industry are here. It's so, like they've always wanted it almost, isn't it? They have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think there's been a lot of chatter about that. You know, it is a shame about the weather, but we're used to working in this weather. Yeah. The sort of story we have is if you want to make it rain, organise a cricket game, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to a guy out there before, and I don't know who he was or where he was from, I was just waiting for my coffee, actually. And I said, are there lots of these sorts of shows? And he said, nothing on this scale. He's been to a couple in Australia. He said, but quite often they're inside, whereas mm. here you can actually see the stuff working. We've got a putting green here. We've got a mini rugby field here. I've seen those robotic mowers are out there as well. It's actually seeing the equipment and, and seeing the suppliers and the people that produce this amazing turf with your good selves in a real environment. Yeah. Look, we are lucky. You know, this is a, a PGD rights and seed site. Uh, it's the plant breeding and evaluation site for, for PGD rights and seeds for Oceania. Uh, it's about 230-odd hectares of land we sit on. And there's plant breeding that, happens here for from grain and maize through to clovers through to forage grasses through to turf i've probably missed a few out out of the um out of the list there you know when you say turf is that grass and dirt and gravel is it the whole shebang good good question we refer to it as turf so the grass you play on right um i suppose you, you can refer to it as the root zone because there's a bit of science and some of that too um but what we do here is we're breeding grass seed for use in sports turf surfaces um, from the division I work for. And what we're breeding here is perennial ryegrass for sports use, so for rugby and football and cricket. Um, 
uh, Colonial Brown Top is bred here for golf greens, so for the low cut, height of cut. We breed a tall fescue that is used for landscaping but also has a an endophyte impregnated in it, in it that um, provides resistance to insects and birds. So we, we sell that into airports to minimise bird oh, strike. Right. Uh, done a lot of work with Christchurch Airport and Auckland Airport, Wellington Airport um, with that grass. Uh, and fine fescues from a landscape perspective. So there's four or five major species in the turf sector we work with here. And there's a lot of evaluation work outside of the breeding and you know, there's a breeding tour going on each day uh, over the event. And what that encompasses is a plant breeder having a vision of, you know, two different grasses or two, two of the same grass with different attributes. And they put them in a, in a pollen barrier where they cross-pollinate naturally. They harvest the seed the following year. They replant that seed to get more seed. So they start with a teaspoon. They end up with a bucket full. Wow. That seed then goes through trials to see the performance of it. Um, and each year you're bulking it up. So from concept to commercial, it's about 10 years and roughly a million dollars to get that seed to market. There will be thousands of different crosses going on here and potentially none of them come to market. So it's a pretty thankless task. And the breeders here, some of them have brought maybe half a dozen grasses to market in their in their time. Wow. So. Yeah, I was walking past, like we'd, we're just outside the main buildings here, and I look through the windows at one of the rooms, and it's a room full of microscopes. Oh, yeah. So you go right from the genus, I yeah. suppose, to well, the finished product. Yeah, that, that, that's a cool room for this event. It's run by Syngenta, so agrochemical company. They provide a lot of turf-specific agrochemicals for use in that market. Um, and they're running a disease laboratory. So the um, turf managers have been asked to bring in samples of grass that has disease pressure on it. They are then um, dissected and analysed through the microscopes with the, um, the the presenters from Syngenta helping them to identify it under a microscope and then provide them with um, fungicide programs or, or cultural management practices to mitigate the disease pressure. How did you get into this, mate? Like Me, seeds yeah. and grass? Where's your fascination come from? I've been with PGG Wrights and initially its predecessor, Pongle Guinness, for 30-something years. Um, oh, I think I started in the job just to earn some money and travel and then found my way back here and I was playing senior cricket in Christchurch. Uh, the company employed a man called Ian McKendry as the turf agronomist. Ian and I knew ourselves from playing sport against each other years ago and he sort of installed a passion in me, I suppose. Um, started doing some training in turf management, um, started on the road, and started to visit places like what was it back then? Jade Stadium, Carisbrook, right. yeah, yeah. um, Clearwater Golf Club when it was constructed. I got involved with Ian Douglas when he built uh, the Hills Golf Course down in Queenstown. And man, I was I just felt blessed to be able to step foot on these surfaces and these facilities, and then watch them develop. And I've always said to you know guys like Ian and, and, and you know Simon Foreshore at Jack's Point that you know they build these golf courses. These guys they turn it from a you know, a farmer's paddock or a flat piece of land into something special. They leave their scar on the landscape, and it's something they should be really proud of. And and I think you know our business are proud to be associated with that, as all of the trade that are here today are. You know, so um, we're day one of two today. Yeah. What's the feed? Early days. What's the feedback from the stallholders and the people wafting in and out? I'm surprised. There's a lot of people here. It's pretty cool. What's mm. What's the initial feedback been? Yeah, the feedback's really positive. You know, this morning, you know, I woke up at 2 a.m. to pouring rain and wind 
and thought, what are we going to do tomorrow? And That's what I was, I was thinking I was too. expecting <laughs> to see marquees blowing across the ground. And and we called the trade together, uh, the, or the guys that were doing the machinery demos, and said, look, guys, we're just going to you know postpone it today and, and go tomorrow and better weather tomorrow. Um, and, and they were all very understanding and very positive about it. Um, the feedback from everybody was, what a great event, what a great site, what a great uh, concept to bring it, bring it um, to town. Brilliant, Mark. Well, um, thank you for extending the invite for us to, to come down. Um, I felt like I was the, the little primary school kid going, pointing at all the machinery. It's just uh, bring your kids down and have a look because it, it's bloody awesome. And tomorrow, weather's going to be fine. We're going to see the actual real-life demonstrations of them as well. Just before you carry on, you say bring the kids down. Well, tomorrow afternoon at 4pm, uh, the uh, Lincoln Grass Blades... The Lincoln Under 10 grass blades are playing the Lincoln Under 10 root zones on the rugby field out here, and Andy <laughs> Ellis is coming in to referee the game. So that's the swan song to, to top it all off. So um, thanks to Sens for coming along. Thanks, Mark and, um, and Izzy for being here today. It's great to have you guys involved. Yep, and we'll be getting Izzy on the show in about 20 minutes. Uh, awesome, mate. Cool. Good, good to meet you. Thank you. There he is, uh, Turf Manager of PGG Rights and Turf Mark Short. We will take a break and we'll come back with one of the stallholders. If he turns up, he should turn up on time. Uh, Cameron Mixted will be joining us after this.